0: hey girl hey welcome to the mom life happy hour podcast do you feel like your kids run your life and you don't have a sense of self anymore running from school to work to activities i mean we're burnt out and feel like a hot mess most of the time when you have a free minute do you find yourself hiding
1: in your closet or your car because even the bathroom isn't a sacred place anymore is your life so full that when you go to schedule
0: a happy hour it's 12 months out We want you to know that you are not alone. We get it. Trust us. We love our kids, but being in the thick of it is stressful, and they don't make a book of rules for this stuff. I'm Keisha, a newly divorced mom of two, working hard to chase my dreams and starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 40-ish corporate working
1: mom of two littles, married to my high school sweetheart, losing my mind on the daily, just ask my kids. We want this podcast to be the escape from your overly scheduled life and that reminder that you're not
0: alone in this mom life journey. We are here losing it too. So turn up the volume and grab your drink of choice because giving up a cocktail as a mom is never an option. Cheers. Cheers. Hey girl. Hey, welcome to the mom life happy hour podcast.
1: Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope you guys are out there having an amazing week. I'm here with Keisha and it's literally our happy hour because this is almost the only time I see her anymore so I know I hope everyone's doing all right how you doing Keisha
0: good I wish I had a happy hour cocktail ah. <laughs> that would be nice but I'm doing good how are you doing all right
1: it's it's definitely a hump day for sure mm-hmm. literally and
0: oh. figuratively oh yeah we'll catch up more after <laughs> after we record for some good some hot tea <laughs> Some hot tea. Maybe that's
1: what we need an episode to be called hot tea.
0: That is going to be an episode one day. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive. Um, no, I could use a cocktail. I'm not even doing like a strict New Year regimen or whatever, but I'm just trying to be very mindful, like not drinking in the evenings every night, like having to be on a special occasion. So no cocktails for me. I'll have some literal hot tea <laughs> after I get <laughs> off and go to bed like an old lady. <laughs> i going
1: to say you're getting old here. You can't be doing no, I'm not.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> um how is how do you feel like your new year is kicking off? Do you feel like it feels like a new year? Are you
1: I don't know. It's funny. I was meeting with one of my doctors today. We were just talking about the new year same thing and I was like, "Does it feel like the new year to you?" She's like, "No." she's like every year you go that transition you go to like write the year and it feels weird and you want to write the old year she's like this year I'm just writing the new year like it's nothing she's like it's it's a weird feeling and I was like Mm. I feel the same way I don't know how to I can't put it into words yet it just doesn't feel right something feels off about it right now I'm not really sure what it is it could be my mindset it could be just me having a 40 year old crisis over here (laughs) but I
0: don't know it just feels weird how about you that's actually a really good point about like the writing the year. Like you said, every year you go to write down the date on something or type the date out and you just get stuck in writing the previous year. But I have not had that happen. Right? It's weird. So freaky. <laughs>
1: in the podcast, when you enter, yeah. that section, I was like, right, I adjusted immediately. And usually I'm like having to go back and check myself and no, it's very off this year. i I don't know if it's like the moon's in some retrograde or whatever jazz it is, is. No, never...
0: <laughs> it is. I mean, I feel like every other week something's something's in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> whatever I don't know. that does right. Whatever that does, it definitely uh, I don't I hate feeling like I'm like that astrology person. like I'm not, but I am a little bit. But I think I heard that like something with like in December shifted and, it made everything just kind of feel off. So that's why the holidays didn't really feel like the holidays. And I think that's kind of like even carrying over into now, like it doesn't really feel like a new year, but I think it all just, it, it's a mental thing at the end of the day. And I just put that actually on my stories on Instagram too, because I think I've been there before where I hop into the new year and it's like a couple of weeks in and I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like I haven't. I haven't written down any goals. I haven't goal set it. I haven't started anything. And it's okay. Like it's okay. Yeah. It's been a couple weeks. <laughs> and there's also too sometimes even the freshness with like a new season. So if if winter, which obviously is very cold and dark and it's almost like our hibernation season, our hi- our hibernation time. So if you don't have that motivation to like do things or to to just jump into like new activities or goals, spring is a perfect time for that actually yeah like spring is a better time for that so I think it's just to each his own like I do I'm I'm thankful I am in a good place right now (laughs) jumping into the new year but I've also been there before too where I haven't been so if you're that person you're not alone that's true that's true
1: it's I feel like for me this year I'm having some like mental blocks it's Mm -hmm. it's like mentally I'm like I don't know. I'm just not where I want to be in certain aspects of my life. And it's really like hitting me hard. I don't know if it's the freshness of the year kind of settling in and being like, I'm still here's another new year. Rebecca's not where she wants to be like, kind of realization.
0: That makes sense. I don't know. That know. sounds more like midlife crisis <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm I'm saying it jokingly because I've been there before too. I think I told you I would had like a quarter life crisis when I was 25 <laughs> and I did I was like so depressed on my birthday and did not want to like I was like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. But who are you comparing yourself to? Not where you're supposed to be in what aspect? You know what where I mean? Like I it's like,
1: be. like
0: Yeah. There's just certain
1: things I thought I would have more together, but it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's coming to the realization of like, all right, you're not where you want to be, but you still have time. Like, I have time to get.
0: So crazy how, I think you said it too before, like just from the outside looking in, you're probably the most together friend I had between you and one of my other girlfriends, the uh, one who is a therapist and she's going for a doctorate. Like y'all are the most two together (laughs) girlfriends that I had. I you, think I put on a good front like <laughs> no you are and that's just crazy just perception and how our mind I don't say tricks us but you know makes us doubt and believe like that we're not where we're supposed to be or just all of these things so
1: yeah I don't know I think I'm really good at faking it is what it is like I think some people are just true right they're like I'm just a mess and I'm just not where I want to be in their outwardly I feel like I cover it up a lot hmm. I feel like I'm kind of like a fraud in a way it's- <laughs> I'm serious though like I'm being real right now Everybody that is says, really like, real this is a raw moment like I really feel mm-hmm. like I do put up a really good stage for people to think I'm together
0: do you I'm feel like you do together. that by default or do
1: you do that on purpose I think it's a protective mechanism like I think mm-hmm. I do it just because our defense mechanism like I think mm-hmm. I do it because if I if I allow people to like if I let my guard down I think people would I would I think people won't like me kind of thing Mm -hmm. Like, if I allow people to know how of a real mess I am, sometimes I feel like, I don't know, because you say that all my friends say that they're like, please, you're like so much more together than me than all my everybody else I know. And I'm like, I must be faking it until I make it because I don't know where (laughs) y'all think of that. I'm just like I don't know. It's a. I'm yeah. just like, I think it is a crisis I'm having. Just everyone listening, I really think I'm having a crisis. Thank God for therapy. I'm going tomorrow morning because
0: yes. I need the therapist. <laughs> Talk it out. No, I think <laughs> I. I maybe it's it's a good thing to kind of come to this head that you're coming to, like if you've been feeling this way, but not really. If it hasn't been a frustration or something that you've wanted to change. Maybe it's a good thing now that you're kind of like wanting to change it. I think the most, one of the most freeing things that I've experienced is, and I'm not saying that it's perfect, but just like the care of not giving a F about what people think anymore. And it took me a while to get to that. I definitely was like a little bit into my thirties when that happened. But I think also when you have a lot of life happen to you, you just also realize what matters, who matters who doesn't matter. Like there's so many things that I realized in going through a lot of things in the last couple of years that I don't give a gosh darn, <laughs> like I don't give a God, damn, like who and what someone has to say. I yeah. do have moments obviously, cause I'm human, right? but I've just really understood like how precious life is. And again, who matters and who doesn't um, and who's in my corner and who's not. So I hope that maybe if if you have some of those realizations or some of those moments that that helps you to kind of get to that place, because it can hold you back a lot when you care, when you think so much about what other people think, or, you know, you're afraid to fully be yourself, hot mess and all like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't think I'm good at putting it into words, but Monday I'll figure it out. Yeah, you will. I guess this so, is a good segue. It is. <laughs> Who to motivate us to kind of either get out of a slump or just like get our mood fixed up. Because if you're down in the dumps, you know, you kind of need to find that person that you like listening to or vibing mm-hmm. with.
0: But so who's kind of your go to right now? um I mean I guess I can speak on both of our behalf because we know for sure that Mel Robbins is is one of both of ours yeah um we'll send each other
1: <laughs> yeah. her
0: episodes if like one of us didn't listen to it and we're just like oh my god you gotta listen to this like she it amazes me how she just hits the nail on the head right every time like every goodness. time woman is fire like <laughs> he's a peace. Like she just does it. And I love her because she's so practical. Like I, I she's obviously is motivational, but she gives so much, um, so many practical steps too. Mm-hmm. um, that I think like, or tangible, you know, things that you can actually grasp onto. Cause there's one thing to like be motivated and hear someone say like, you know, you can do this and you can, do, but she actually like breaks it down. Like, no, like, this is the reason why you're feeling like ish. And this is, you know, these are some steps of how you can actually get out of it. Like I, appreciate that so much from people mm-hmm. um yeah and so.
1: she tells you like her personal stories that mm-hmm. she goes through like she's not living some perfect life either yeah but she like like you said hits the nail every freaking time I every time I'm like she's not gonna but and she has another really good episode. I'm like I don't understand <laughs> this woman is literally on fire so anyone mm-hmm. there like to us needs to go save her podcast and just binge all the ones she's put out they're so good and mm-hmm. she is I don't know amazing like I want absolutely to so if you're yes. listening Mel Robbins
0: we have to write oh. it down you know there's power in writing things down so when we have our planning session we're going to write down like Mel Robbins being a host on our on our um podcast it's oh gonna God, happen so it's gonna be cool. so dope <laughs> um Other than that, so one thing that I used to, I did it a lot last year. I feel like I did it for almost like the whole year, but I, on YouTube, there's little clips of like motivational speaking and they kind of like compile them all together, if that makes sense. So they're like quick, like maybe like 15, 20 minute um, videos, uh, mostly audio, like you're not really watching anything. And I would listen to that like every morning. And it was just like a really good way to start my day with like positive mindset. Like, and a lot of the clips were, um. Clips of like Steve Harvey speaking and it's so funny because like, you know, obviously a lot of people know him as a comedian, but he's so motivational, like he is an amazing motivational speaker. Um, And I think, again, that goes back to just a lot of people's stories, like when you go through a lot in life, you have so much more to pull from to be like. You know, if if I can get out of this, you know, muck and situation, then you know, you can do anything. So he he is an amazing motivational speaker. And then I got to hear him when I went to Invest fest, um, last year, and that was so so powerful. So he's another one of my favorites. What about you? Um,
1: I like Ed Milet. I don't know. That's the power of one more. I think that book we made. Mm, oh yeah, uh, yeah. He's mm-hmm. really good. His podcast is good. His books really good. Um. Also for like business, kind of like a hype girl. I really like Keisha Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just need like some pep in your step, like she's super high energy, mm-hmm. super like hype girl in your corner, like telling you can do anything kind of thing, like that type of motivation. If I'm looking for that, I'll listen to her. Um, recently, I started listening to, I'm trying to find this pot. recently started listening to Trent Sheldon. I don't know if you listened
0: to that podcast I sent you the other day. Um, I, I didn't or- yet. I did see it. <laughs> So you said, it, you said listen to it if I needed a good cry. So I wasn't like... Well, I didn't
1: like oh, my- It just like it no, really, it yeah. brought me to like a place. And maybe I think that's what kind of almost triggered mm. my crisis here. But I think mm. I needed to be there. I needed to be in yeah. that moment. And he just like, he just has a way. He's almost like preaching gospel to you. Like he just, mm. it comes over him, I think. And he just like sp- speaks like what you need to hear to your heart at that moment. So he's really good. Um, honestly, this sounds super corny, but for motivation, a lot of times the Peloton instructors are really good. Like when you're in the middle of a workout and you feel like you can't do it anymore. They just happen to say the right thing at the right time. Or you just, they always have some word of wisdom to -hmm. say during like either a run or a ride or a row or just something. They always have something to say that's positive motivation, which you need, especially when you're Mm -hmm. doing a workout.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, that, I love that. The, uh, when I went to Orange Theory, that was one of the things I loved just because they're, you know, on the mics, on the headset, you know, you got the music pumping, they're pumping you up, letting you know, like, you know, all right, like, like 10 more reps, let's go Like just all of that energy is so needed, especially when you're doing an intense workout. I love that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I love Ronnie Brown. Um, I've been following her for a long time and she, her podcast is actually getting ready to like be revamped and come back even bigger and better, which I'm so excited about. Um, but I do follow her on, um, Instagram. So whenever she goes live, she talks a lot about like, um, business and, um, social media like just you growing your brand and your platform but she also just talks about like a lot of real deal stuff too like a lot of real deal you know things that we go through as women relationships friend, like all those things so she I feel like she's like that girlfriend in your head that you know you need to tell you the real deal like all right girl like pull it together like he no, know he wasn't that cute anyway like <laughs> <laughs> um but I love her so she's another one of my favorites
1: yeah do you have any like books that you've read recently or anything
0: no, actually, the next book I want to read, and it it's it's someone I was gonna mention, but not really she. her name is April Mason, um, and it actually just came out on audio on Audible. Um, so I'm definitely gonna download it. But she has a book called Identity Switch. And she's like a relation a relationship slash feminine strategist um that I found on Instagram. I love her. I watched pretty much everything she has on YouTube. She's not really motivational, like a motiv- but she, Helps you, she's almost like a sociologist. Like she helps you to understand like why men think the way they think, why women think the way that they think. And, you know, the feminine and masculine, you know how we had that whole episode on that. Like a lot of that mindset piece I got from her. So her book is definitely the next one that I want to get because she says that to get to the place where you want to be, whether it be a relationship, status, home, job, you know, business, whatever, like you have to make an identity switch because obviously the identity that you have now is not getting you the results that you want. And I think that that's so, so powerful. So that's the next book I want to read. Um, what about you?
1: Um. Well, I have like, I'm the worst. I have like four books on Audible at the same time going. So I don't even want to disclose what they are. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's, I don't even remember. I know one of them is the five second rule. Not the five second rule, the high five, five habit. But the rest mm-hmm. of them, I don't even know what they're called. One of them is about like parenting and childhood trauma. Um, I think Beck by Becky Goodman or something i'm like into too many things My, i'm like 17 different podcasts in the middle of 17 <laughs> different books like i'm the worst i'm like the mm-hmm. scatterbrain mess um i was trying to fig- figure out who else i listen to for motivation because i do i listen to too many podcasts is what's happening um that's a good thing oh, so i'm sure i really like chris harder and Lori harder his wife they're really good for like business money mindset just motivation on like like The money's out there for the taking with like side Mm -hmm. hustles, just positive, like abundance mindset, and just, I don't know, just like all that type of stuff. I go to Mm -hmm. them for that, Um, which I think is important to kind of like because you can listen to like everybody like Mel Robbins, but I think there's other motivation in your life. Like if there's Mm -hmm. a health motivational podcast, I might listen to the Model Health Show and Sean Stevenson. And Mel Robbins is like kind of relatable, tactical you know, stuff that you can relate to. And then there's like the hype girl for business. So I think there's just mm-hmm. so many different aspects of motivation that you can kind of feed from different people.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. Um, Did you have any more before I was, I was going to jump into something else really quick.
1: No, you can go for it. I'm like, I will scroll for days on my podcast. That, but <laughs> <many ones. clears
0: throat> yeah, no, Uh, I love those. Um. So the mindset piece is funny on TikTok. Um, there's this trend going around that everyone is, and it's funny how the algorithms, like some people may have seen it. Some people may have not, um, but they're calling it the lucky girl syndrome. And it really is just the power of speaking positive, and I'm such a firm believer in that because, um, you know, I'm a Christian, so I'm, I'm a believer in like, you know, that there's life and death in your words, because that's what the Bible says. And it is true, period. But the lucky girl syndrome is like these is girls basically giving their testimony kind of like, and talking about how they've said it for like the last few weeks or months or even years of just kind of saying like every single day, like everything always works out for me. Like, I'm so thankful that, you know, things just always continue to work out for me no matter, even if, even if they look like they're going in the wrong direction, like everything works out for me. And they've been saying that daily and even multiple times a day. And then they're just given the account of just like how all of these situations started to like line up and, you know, come together or, you know, they got blessed with something crazy and all this kind of stuff. So me and one of my um, best friends have been doing that recently and we're calling it like the blessed girl syndrome (laughs) because we're just like, you know, all the good things come from God, but um I gotta say, I feel like, I don't say it's working, quote unquote, like I just turned on some switch, but there is power. Cause I've had, you know, little things obviously come to me that I'm just like, okay, like, thank you for the free food. Thank you for the free, like, whatever, like, just like all these little things or, you know, like a situation that I thought was going to turn out to be negative. And it's like, okay, that actually did work out. So maybe that's my, you know, encouragement to you is to try that daily. Just like, Of course, to say it when you are starting to go down that negative spiral, (laughs) but also just getting yourself in the habit of saying it just multiple times a day. And especially when you first wake up, just like, you know, everything always works. And just and saying it with actually like that, that confidence behind it. Even if you don't know how it's going to happen, if you don't see it, just like everything's like everything's really going to work out. Everything always works out for me. Like people are always looking for ways to bless me and things always end up working out for my good. And let's recap back <laughs> and and see in the next couple of weeks how that does. I really, I hope that you, that you do that. I'll send you some of the TikToks that I found, but it's it's so powerful.
1: Yeah, no, I think there's a lot to be said about stuff like that. And I, I'm into stuff like that. So it's definitely in my alley just to be reinforcing positivity into my life because I do negative Nancy, although we haven't said it on a while, but that's, <laughs> that's my M.O. Um, something else kind of along those lines that I've used in the past and I have to restart it, but there's an app called I Am. And it'll send positive affirmations to your phone. Like you can schedule it every hour, once a mm. day, whatever you want. But it is just like, it's a nice surprise to look at your phone and see something yeah. positive as opposed to the blah that could be on your phone, you know, or like mm-hmm. somebody complaining about something or the a news thing or something right. bad in the world that's happening. Like it is good to get a good positive message on your phone. So for anyone out there listening, that might help, but getting positive motivation sent to your phone too.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, you know, so- I love that there's, that app and there's i know a few others that i've used before in the past and i'm sure that are out there so that's a good tip um and then just uh, with the social media piece that's a good reminder too that for anyone out there who's like you know on facebook instagram TikTok whatever like you control who you follow so if you feel like you're going on you know these social media platforms and you're seeing nothing but negativity whether it be a news article or um you know someone talking negative about a relationship or someone talking just anything that's not positive like Swipe them away, <laughs> block them, unfriend yeah. them, like make sure that you're absorbing good content, mm-hmm. you know, since we're in such a social media world. um, That's something that I think has a lot to do with our mindset, too. Like I've, I've started to do that because I feel like and maybe it's just because, like I said, I'm in that big feminine masculine world right now where I'm just like so interested in that stuff that I see so many you know, women talking negative about men and so many men talking negative about women. Like, I don't even feed into any of that, like at all, because I'm just like, there's, I mean, there's truth to some of the things that they're saying, but it can just become this almost like war of, you know, who's right or a war of like, you know, just, and I hate that. Like, let's, can we come together? (laughs) So just make sure you control what you're absorbing, even when it comes to social media.
1: Totally agree. Even the people that you're around. Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like sometimes I'm that negative person in people's lives and I don't want to be that person Stop. no I'm serious I, I recognize it though in myself and that's <laughs> the first part of changing right like that I mean, is I understand that I'm like that it's it's not it's a fault it's definitely something that I'm I slide towards so I just I want to work to be better that's everybody's work yeah. in
0: progress kind of my thing yeah. but yeah yeah but realization, like you said, is the first step. So I, I will say, I know since you got your tattoo last year, you made that, that I think last year you said that, that was your word of the year, words of the year was choose and joy. Um, I see an improvement. So as a friend, from a friend to a friend, <laughs> I see an improvement in you trying to look more on the bright side and not be negative Nancy like we joke about. So you're headed in the right direction. Like Rome wasn't built in a day.
1: <laughs>
0: right here. I feel
1: like yeah. my my shots are coming to me harder and my cheers are becoming easier so that's a,
0: good there you go that's awesome i yeah. love it well
1: on that note are we ready
0: yes for the last call You <laughs> go first. my shot as i pull it up i'm so sad so olivia uh she you know obviously has friends like your daughter like bianca and our other friend like friends that she's known for a while but this is really her first friend in school, obviously, since she's just kind of getting to school that she's like close yeah. to talks about every single day. They're in the Aww. same class. They're on the same bus. And we found out that she's moving. Oh no! Devastated. So uh, she doesn't even know yet. Um, I believe, I think I want to say maybe like next week is going to be her last week. We oh, are wow. still going to stay. I know we are still going to stay in touch. Like we got her uh parents information and they're not moving like super far but it just like I said the closeness that they have because they're on this they sit together on the bus they're literally in the same class they like that is like her best friend at school and she's moving so I'm just hoping and praying that it's not like this terrible transition I mean I remember when I was and I wasn't even five I was probably like 11 or 10 or something like that when my best friend moved and it was devastating. Yeah. So I don't know you've been through that with your neighbors moving um, and they had kids and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's my shot is just seeing how this is going to play out. I hope it's not bad. Are but... they staying
1: in the district?
0: Uh, I don't know where they're moving. They're not going to be in, in our town anymore. No, oh. no, they're mo- like moving to a different town. Not, like I said, not far, still in Jersey, I believe, but not um. Oh, Yeah, so we'll see. I'll keep you posted. But that's my shot is just getting ready to handle that. Man, that stinks. Yeah, what about you? So my shot this week
1: is to home ownership and how much it sucks at times. So we've only been in our house eight eight years in about a month, and everything is starting to break. So we already replaced the refrigerator this year. The dishwasher seems to be going. Brahim thought he fixed it. It's going. We have a leak now from our kid's bath going into our pantry. Um, the heater had to be fixed. It's like everything is happening yeah, all yeah. at once. And it's kind of like major stuff. It's not like yeah. little stuff. So homeownership can suck at times. When especially when it's everything all at once. So yeah. shots to that right now. Because it's expensive to fix stuff and replace stuff. And Brahim's really handy, but he can only do so much too. Yeah. No, oh, I'm sorry so, to hear that
0: Yeah. I know, that's that's a beast. Yes. Um positive note so again with my baby girl um she has her her classroom has an app that we they send videos on sometimes or even just like pictures of what they've done through the day um and she's starting to like really learn how to read so awesome. she um they sent us a couple of videos and then I've uh had her with me and, and watched her read um and it's just amazing to see like I, I love it I feel like I want to say I felt like at first I did her a disservice, but like Logan, I think cause he was home for so long when he was younger. Like he just, he read at such an early age. Um, but you know, every child is different and has different situations and circumstances. So I'm just so proud to see her coming into this. Um, so I'm just like hyping her up so much, like, oh, girl, like, yeah. like, so <laughs> getting her hype and I want her to have a love for reading too. Cause I feel like kids these days, at least my kids and a lot of kids I see, they don't, enjoy reading because they have so much technology and tv and all these things yeah. so i want her to really have a love for reading um so yeah i was excited about that <laughs> That's so awesome yeah what about oh, you thanks. such a big girl
1: i know <laughs> um i'm taking a toast to so other than my my emotional 40 year old drama sticking to my vibe of the year which is like planning preparing doing things like in advance and not being stressed out so we're all in J- the middle of January. I have my daughter's birthday party booked in March.
0: I um, saw. <laughs> my
1: family trip for April's booked. Our August vacation is booked. Um Benjamin's birthday party will be booked shortly. So I'm doing like family stuff is getting done. That's so good. It's, it's gonna feel good to have like everything to look forward to. Like Benjamin's summer camps booked, like things to look forward to, but they're already mm-hmm. like the stressful part is out of the way. So
0: that is a major accomplishment like that's so. a big deal and i saw that uh the message come through for i was like bianca's in her birthday's after logan i'm like good lord i even <laughs> Logan. her birthday's birthday after Logan. i thought logan's was in april no it was uh beginning of march, march oh, for some reason i thought he was april yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay so yeah. kudos to you girlfriend that is a the big, people are like a- the we're sending out an invite now. I'm like, yes, I'm overly. Prepared. I saw. I was like, okay, <laughs> I know I'll be there, but I was like, she better go ahead. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's cheers where I'm at. to you. Yeah. Okay. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Hopefully, this helps you to stay motivated or find some ways to be motivated and choose joy.
1: <laughs> joy.
0: Cheers.
1: Cheers. Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast and your drinks too. And girl, if any of this resonated with you, go on over to our show page and leave us a review. Or you can join us in our Facebook community to keep the conversation going.